hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfy with Remax Escarpment, the Golfy team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamprin. Yes, another beautiful Saturday morning in the city of Hamilton. Also in studio with us, Philip Golfy, Rob and Philip, both sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. Call them anytime, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. They're on Twitter. Twitter and Instagram. You can find them at Rob Golfi and check out the Rob Golfi Facebook page. If you have a question for the Golfi team, the email address is questions at robgolfi.com. Again, questions at robgolfi.com. Send them a question. We'll get the answer on a future uh, Hamilton Real Estate Show. And don't forget to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on iTunes and Google Play. You can check out previous episodes at robgolfi.com and 900chml.com. Lots to talk about today. Including, when does the spring market officially start? We'll get to that in a matter of seconds. We'll talk about um, unit sales decreasing, but the average sale price continues to rise. We'll also talk about increased transparency in home sales. 2018 might just be the year to buy a home. We'll understand the risks of co-signing and strategic moves for a quicker home sale. And we had this debate in the newsroom earlier on this week, <laughs> McDonald's versus Tim Hortons. Roll up the rim or a buck of coffee. We'll get to that a little later on in the show. Uh, but we'll begin with when does the spring market officially start? So does it start before spring? Well, yes, it does. Okay. Um, this year, um, it's taking a little bit of uh, a, a slow start just because of, I, I'm assuming it's the weather and other and other aspects of it. And I, I'm, I'm trying to pinpoint my finger on those other little aspects of it. But right now, we're, we're using the weather as an excuse for the late start. Usually, um, I always tell people um, February, March is the best time to put your house on the market before uh, the doorstep of the actual spring market. And people are like, well, you know, my house looks better in the, uh, in the spring, you know, the flowers. And I say, well, you're, you're going to miss the market uh, a bit. Now, historically, March has always been the top month uh, in, in selling real estate, especially in the last three to four years. Um, and, and if I go back even 10 years, you'll see that, you know, March is always like, it's like a, a, a sure bet. Right. So if you're, if you're, if you're looking at putting your house on the market, um, you're right at the doorstep, guys. Don't worry about the snow. I mean, people are looking at the inside of the house, and, uh, and they want to know if it's you know beautiful, comfy, and it's clean, and all that kind mm -hmm, of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, they'll buy your house. Now, um, I, I we just listed one on um, on City City View in Stony Creek Mountain. Beautiful house. We have some summer pictures of the house, so we're gonna put the you know winter picture in front. And you know all the pictures around the house, and then at the end we'll put some summer pictures of the backyard, the front, so they can actually see 
what what the house mm-hmm. looks like. It's almost know, like so a f- four seasons type of look. Four seasons yeah. type of look, exactly. So, but but right now is the time. Like um, we're, the, our phones are starting to ring this week. Uh, the weather's starting to get a little better. People are getting anxious. Right. Uh, we have a lot of homes coming up for sale. Um, so right now is is the best time. This is the spring market, guys. So I know your house. You got snow and it's got slush and you got you know it's dirty on the roads. But do it now. Uh, the especially try to get it on the market for the uh, first week of March, and you will probably be surprised on the outcome of of the price of your home. If they wait, if someone waits even a couple of weeks, say they're, they're aiming for mid March, how many potential buyers are they missing out on, and, and what kind of dollars? They're, are they're they still out right on? in the heart of it. But like like I said, a lot of people they want to move in the spring. So if they buy in March, usually it's a sixty to ninety day closing. Right. So if you got April, May, June, they're moving. Moving in at the end of May, June, mm-hmm. so it gives people a chance to uh, move in in the springtime when all the flowers are starting to come. They can do their own flower beds the way they want. They might want to uh, organize and, and and call a pool company to start digging for a pool. Yeah. Um, and you know, and there's the other aspect of it. People are worried about you know their kids. So because they're still in school, they're still right. in school. So. Um, but for some reason, uh, I, I, I'm telling you, historically, I've got the stats, and March March is a great month to get started in selling your house for the spring market. Is is March comparable to anything uh, in the summer in the lead up to fall? Um, I, I find like we all go like, oh, we got the fall market, yeah. But the fall market is never as as big. As a spring market, it's good, right. but not as a spring market. And is that because people are on vacations or you know kids yeah. are out of school? Yeah, and... it's more sporadic. It's yeah. uh, I mean it's moving it's moving along. Like I I'd say probably seventy percent in in most cases, and it's hard to tell. Everybody's business is different. Sure. But I'd say in the first half of the year, I'd say pretty close to 70 percent of the business is done. Wow. So like if you miss those three four months, especially as a realtor, uh, he's making a living. If he misses the first <laughs> like that spring market. Mm. Boy, it's going to take him six months to eight months before he catches up. So for 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 a realtor, he better be on the ball uh, if he if he wants to you know have a decent living selling we, real estate. We we ran into somebody in Ancaster where their their agent's recommendation wasn't to list in the spring market. Remember that? Yeah, because those that was agents, last year. Yeah, yeah. So, well, those agents so, uh, because. They, they, they were going to, on vacation. They were going on vacation. Oh, come on. <laughs> they were go- these, Are you serious? Yeah, so we heard this story um, on a place in Ancaster that this individual's agent or agents right. were going on vacation. <laughs> so so they told their client that they were going to list the house when they got back from vacation. Wow. So they, were, they so come they, back from vacation. The market's not there anymore. Wow. It changed, yeah. So they actually they, – and, and we know how the spring market was last year. Yeah. So they actually cost – that uh, that seller a lot of money. They're 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 not really happy about. It. So basically, the realtors were thinking about themselves because they didn't want to uh, delegate that to another agent in the office sure. yeah. to put it on the market, get things rolling. They were kind of thinking about themselves, and that's mm-hmm. a sad story. Um, you know, it, it happened. Nothing you can do about it, and that's just you know. And, and we saw a huge price difference between you know March, April, May oh, compared to June, June July, July, August. Yeah, yeah massive, right. massive. Yeah, and, 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 and luckily for her that she she didn't have to move. She you know she wasn't in a position where she bought firm and she needed to unload mm. a property. Right. Um. In in and now she's you know she's waited a year and, and she's going to come back to the market, which is wow. which is important. It, it, it's always good to get a, a lot of opinions. Now we know. Um, that, you know, people out there, they have, you know, a close friend or somebody they used before. It's always good 
to get a, a second opinion. Now, the, the one thing about realtors, they do want to get the house on the market. I, we, I, I don't operate that way. Um, I have a lady right now. Um, she uh, had her house on the market last year. And I said, and then uh, she took it off. And I said to her, um, she goes, Rob, when should I go on the market? And I says, I, I would wait till the end of February, first of March. I says, I will call you hmm. and and let you know because I I know I, I've got a good uh, pulse on the on the market. What's happening week by week, and um, so we are listing it. Um, uh, I'm meeting with her this weekend, so we're gonna get all the paperwork signed, and. Then we're then I'm I'm gonna see whether do we wait till the first of March or I'm gonna see how the market goes within the next four to five days. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's just like everything. It, markets change week by week, and we know the market because we sell more. But the thing is, uh, be careful. Um, like, do we need to do this? Like I tell people sometimes it. You know, the higher, the more expensive the home, it's worth spending an extra two, three, four grand because if it's a million dollar home, it's going to make a huge difference on you getting more money for your house. Sure. Like whether it's painting or or decluttering, just get get that extra week or two in there, get it right the first time. Don't show up. Everybody's always in a rush. Get the house on the market because yeah. they're worried about another agent scooping them and all that kind of stuff. People, listen, get a second opinion. And call the golfy team. <laughs> anyway, that's me. And uh, but no, seriously, uh, uh, get a second opinion and 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 find out the right time. Now, the, the people that sell uh, a lot of real estate, they know the market more than the people that don't sell that much real estate. Right. So just um, just you know, always get that opinion. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it can literally um, you know save or put a lot of money into the bank accounts of those who are who are it, buying or selling homes. It, it can make the difference of you either getting a new kitchen in your next home yeah, or basically you have to wait five years to get a new kitchen yeah. in your next home. Now, you know, it just depends on the surplus, on, on the negotiations, everything else. Yeah. You know, like, um, I mean, we're pretty flexible when it comes to dealing with, uh, uh, you know, people like selling a home. You know, there's a lot of discount uh, people out there. We actually, we're pretty flexible with, with, even with our fees. And, and it's amazing uh, like what we do compared to anybody else does, we actually spend a lot more money getting your house prepared, uh, advertised, and marketed to the public, and, and we spend a lot of money hmm. versus other uh, discount uh, uh, brokers and, and realtors. They just put the house on, just put a for sale sign on the front lawn, right. and, and they hope that somebody and. And brings them an offer, right? And those quote unquote discount uh, or, or uh, commission free um, outlets will say, "Well, you're you're going to save a lot of money because you're not going to have to pay those commissions." The offshoot of that is they're not going to make as much money on the sale of their home, right? Oh, it, 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 exactly. There, it, it, it makes a huge difference, yeah. and like you know, there's so many realtors out there, and all of a sudden, you know, um, and and the sad thing is, there, it should be governed. I'm gonna I'm gonna be telling you that it should be governed. You should be a full time person as a realtor. I mean, we, we there's a lot of realtors. They you know they got full time jobs and they do real estate part time. Yeah. Um, you're dealing with most expensive uh, investment of your life, and you're gambling this with uh, with somebody that it can, it can make a huge mistake. And mm -hmm. a huge mistake can cost you thousands of dollars, not just not just 5,000, it can cost you 20 to $50,000. And you see that all over the place. Are we getting closer to that, right? I know we've talked about it on the show in the past, uh, closer to that, you know, you have to be a full-time realtor in this province. Is there I don't, think, I don't think it will happen. No, I, I, no I don't think happen, so. Because they make a lot of money. Yeah. Wow. They make a they, lot of money from people signing up, registering, doing the courses, 
and they, the real estate boards make a lot of money because the, the membership will, will decrease probably by 50%. Uh, or more because mm-hmm. I mean we have a lot of part-time realtors in, right. in the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington. Yeah, even in Toronto too. It's uh, everywhere. 40, Vancouver, 40, forty-eight thousand real estate agents over fifty thousand in Toronto. That's amazing. Over fifty thousand, yeah. and who knows how many are part-time? Oh, would, would you gather I, at least half? Oh, more. More. Really? Yeah. More wow. More. The top five percent uh, actually do the business. So you get the one. You get if you get fifty thousand realtors right in the in the GTA. Now, out of those 50,000, let's say 30,000 or 40,000, they're only selling one of those are selling 3-4 homes right. a, a, a year. So they're not like they're not they're not experienced enough. They're not doing enough transactions to to you know know what's happening, how to problem solve and all that kind of stuff. Like wow. we like I'll tell you, we know what's going on. If there's a problem, one of the agents calls me up and we, we know how to solve it. We know how to make sure that there's no issues on closing date. Call the Golfie team today, 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. When we come back, uh, we've seen unit sales decrease, but the average sale price continues to rise. What gives? That and a whole lot more is still to come here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. RobGolfie.com is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. 905-575-7700 is their phone number. Again, that number again, 905-575-7700. At Rob Golfie on Instagram and Twitter. Check out the Rob Golfie Facebook page. Don't forget to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast. You can find it on Google Play and iTunes, also online at robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. And if you have a question for the Golfie team, send us an email, questions at robgolfie.com. We'll get to the question and answer on a future program. Still to come, we'll talk about McDonald's versus Tim Hortons. Are you a roll-up-the-rim person or a $1 coffee kind of person? Strategic moves for a quicker home sale. We'll understand the risks before you co-sign. 2018 might just be the year to buy a home and Ontario real estate agents seeking increased transparency. But right now we'll talk about the uh, unit sales decreasing, but the average sale pricing, uh, the average sale price continues to rise. Uh, What's up with that? And are we ever going to see a year over year uh, decline? Well, there, there was a bit of a, a decline in, in 2009. In, uh, in the fall of uh, 2008, we had a little bit of uh, uh, a mini correction. And, but it, but it was just a, a blip in as a little recession. The U.S. went through a major. Uh, it was very dramatic down there. It was. Well, yeah. you know what? They, 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 were, they were giving mortgages to anybody that had a, yeah, heart, yeah. a heartbeat. And people were just leaving their homes because they, well, they couldn't afford it anymore. Well, the, the problem with the, the, the U.S., what they did is they, they gave them a mortgage. And I think the mortgage was like, okay, we'll give you a mortgage at 1% or 2% for the first two, three years. And then, but and then to offset that, they said after three or three uh, three years, it jumps up to six to eight percent. Right. So, so there's a dramatic difference in your mortgage payment. That's huge. So people couldn't handle that. So they, they call they call them subprime mortgages, and that just destroyed 
the uh, the real estate market and um, in in the U.S. It put uh, private lenders out of business. It put banks out of business. And and so we learn from the U.S. So the banks here are very cautious. Mm-hmm, like they're mm-hmm. they're always trying to uh, change things. They don't want the market to get you know it's like the wind government with foreign foreign buyers coming in and 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 they're bringing up the market and it's and it's hard for the Canadians here to compete against these foreign buyers. Um, but will it ever go? Yeah, there'll there'll be a standstill or or there'll be a correction. But we're always going to be higher than the previous five years. Um, in the early '90s, uh, there was a, that was probably the biggest recession. Uh, that uh, that that probably in the last, I'd say, thirty to forty years. Well, there was a big one in in the uh, in the er- nineteen eighty, which the interest rates were up to nineteen to twenty two percent. And then the early nineties, that interest rate was probably twelve to fourteen percent. Um, and they, they were, those were those were tough years. Real estate values went down. I remember owning a house on uh, on uh, Chatham Street here in the West End. Um, I bought it for a hundred thousand, lived in it for eighteen months. And sold it for uh, one hundred and fifty thousand in eighteen months. Hmm. That, that's ridiculous. That's fifty percent increase in eighteen months. So the guy that I sold it to bought it, and then uh, then uh, and I sold it, and actually he took possession uh, early nineteen ninety, like January February. Now the market all of a sudden, like right on the doorstep, like it uh, changed in April of nineteen uh, uh, ninety. It was like a light switch went off. Wow. Uh, that guy. Couldn't even sell the house for a hundred grand Holy after cow. I did. So basically, he had to walk away. Like I mean, usually back those days, he ha- he was lucky to put five to ten percent down. Mm-hmm. He, his house was worth uh, less, less than his mortgage. Than his wow. mortgage. Yeah. So will we go through that? Well, the government's always trying to protect us and make sure that we don't go through that. If there is a correction, it's going to be you know five to you know six seven percent correction. But then we'll, we'll we'll be back on track. Now everybody's making money. Um, the uh, you know there's a lot of trade going on. Mm-hmm. There's a good uh, big population of millennials coming up buying yep. real estate. Um, the baby boomers. There's a huge transfer of wealth that's coming down, uh, and they're you know passing money down to uh, like like you and I, Rick, mm-hmm. like our, our generation, uh, and they're spending it. Yeah, they're oh, not yeah. like they're not like our parents. Like uh, yeah, got save, save, save. Yeah, so like the kids are going. Oh my god! I wish I, if I knew my parents had millions, I would have like they could at least bought me something. You know? Yeah, you know, you like, where'd all this money come yeah, from? Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't so, know you guys were rich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so a lot of a lot of uh, kids are finding out that their parents were worth millions. Yeah, uh, and they don't they didn't know that until they uh, they're, they're reading the the will and they're like, oh my god, I waited this yeah. long for this. But uh, but and they're they're buying all the toys. They're buying the cars, the boats, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the RVs and. Uh, the trips and the cottages and everything. It's yeah. uh, it's certainly an eye opener for sure. Uh, let's move on to uh, Ontario real estate agents seeking increased transparency in home sales. What's going on here? So so what they want to do is they and this relates to bidding wars, okay. right? Right now during a bidding war, you you do not know what the other offers are, mm-hmm. except the only person, the only people that know um, are are the real estate agent representing the seller and the home sellers themselves, right? So. Um, and, the, and greater transparency means that that they want it to be an open auction, pretty much, right? Where where everybody can see their offer, all the offers on the on the specific property that's for sale, mm-hmm. and and it's going to be like a like a live auction, storage war auction, and and <laughs> yeah. and that's and and basically what the real estate board is doing, or or the Ontario Real Estate Association is is saying, do we want this or do we not want this? Right. So no. do we want this or not? Okay, I'll, I'll tell Rob, you. Rob, you're uh, shaking your head. I, I'm, I'll tell you, I had it's a personal not, experience. 
and uh, and I did this many many years ago. It's probably about fifteen years ago. Mm-hmm. And when we run when we run a uh, uh, if there's multiple offers on the property, we want we want uh, the other agent to know that we're, we're upfront, fair, and honest, right? So sometimes we will email our offer to the broker so that if there's any question, just say, look, we emailed this offer. Here's the here's the email trace. Sure, this is our offer. Before the offer, before I even looked at your offer, so that we can verify saying we didn't play with this. Right, right. So I'll give you a situation here that happened. Um, I had my own offer, and another agent had an offer. Right? On a property that we're listing. We, we had the yeah, listing. We, we had the listing. So, um, so and, and, and I said to the lady, I said, listen, I'm going to show you my offer right there. We're going to open it so that you know I'm fair and, and square. Like, mm-hmm. no, there's mm-hmm. no... no. Uh, we're, not, we're not changing our offer no, by a couple not, thousand. No, there's no right. cheating here yours. whatsoever. Yeah. There's no fine print. There's there, no hidden. No, no. Uh, yeah. so, so I uh, presented the, uh, the other uh, lady's offer. I can't remember whose offer uh, I shown first. So... It was clearly my offer was a lot more than the other offer. Here's what happened. So the other agent all of a sudden panicked. She says, oh, we can do higher than that offer. Right. She should. She stepped out of line. She shouldn't have done that. I, she had her chance to go higher. Mm-hmm. She went in with her best. I went in with my best. The, and I was I was a new agent at the time. Like it was, it was probably about eight. Actually, it was, it was about 18 years ago, 18, 19 years ago. And I, that thing went sideways. So obviously the clients are going to say, "Well, Rob, if she can go higher, we'll take the highest offer." We'll right? go. We'll, we'll, we we want it. So so I stopped everything. I said, "Okay, we're going to go back. Everybody's going to go back to their clients mm-hmm. and redo a new offer." And we came back, and I and I said to the other agent, "Look, you were out of line, and I I filed a complaint against that because I I was being fair and honest, and I was showing courtesy to this right. agent, and she stepped out of line. Anyway, we actually ended up getting it barely." We, like I had it originally, but we ended up getting it barely, mm. and we actually, and uh, and what happened was, and 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 I'll ne- I'll never do that again. Show my show my offer there because agents get all crazy. They yeah. like you know. They, so did you have to increase your original? We offer? had to increase our yeah. original, and I, I said to my clients, my buyers, I said, guys, look, um, they want us to come back and uh, better our offer, right. and uh, and anyway, it was that was an ugly situation. And everybody it, deals with multiple offers differently. And, yeah. and you know, I've been in situations where where I haven't liked where it's been, how it's how it's been dealt. And and I've you know, I've heard stories in Toronto where these realtors come down and, and say we're doing it wrong. And, and and everybody has their own their own way of dealing with multiple offers. The proper the proper way is everybody submits their offer and you read all the offers to the seller mm-hmm. the seller and the and the agent decide which one they want to work with a lot of times uh you may have two identical offers now you have to decide whether you want one or the other right. or you send them both back you take the risk if you send them both back they can or, both walk away they both right. can walk away or um, or 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 one walks away and the other one, you know what I mean? You just don't know. Yeah. Um, there's a way, there's a strategy in how, how to deal with that. Yeah. I mean, if you have two offers identical, you say the one guy, can you, you ask him questions, can you come up on your price? Mm-hmm. And he says, well, I don't think so. I said, listen, it can make the difference of you getting this. So call your client and then you go to the other guy because you don't want it. As soon as you hand those offers back, you don't, ha- you don't right. own those, you don't have any offers right. anymore. And you know, you can, it's, it's, it's delicate. So you gotta, you gotta be really experienced in dealing in multiple offers. Mm-hmm. And um, so it just, and, and that's, a, that's a big part of, 
uh, being the difference between part-time agent and full-time agent. Right. You know, yeah. back to that. So, you know, if you open this thing up, can you imagine, you know, last March, April, May with multiple offers? Oh, it would have been crazy. It would have been Disaster. insane. Yeah. And, Disaster. I mean, yeah. The ultimate buyer because they're going to continually top their offer, I would imagine, is going to have a mortgage payment at the end of the day that they probably can't afford. Oh, absolutely. Right? It's it's a disaster. And, and, and there was I'm sure there was disaster stories last last uh, spring. I mean, it, 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 it's how you handle things. I mean, I, I we personally didn't have any disaster stories, but I'm sure there were out there. There's yeah. agents that were upset that they didn't get it. They felt, you know, somebody was cheated, this and that. There's, oh, like it's... Like, you know, realtors, and especially you got a client that they fall in love with the house and all of a sudden they can't get it. Mm-hmm. And they thought they would get it and 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 things just went sideways. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's switch to uh, 2018 might just be the year to buy a home. So we have a stress test, we have increased mortgage rates, but 2018 is still looking good? I, I think so. I mean, it, it's a slow start, but... It's, uh, it's- Buyers have a lot more protection right now is where they can go into a house twice, three times, Mm -hmm. ensure that they can put a home inspection in, ensure that they can put a financing clause in and and be protected in the home purchase. You know, last spring, they they, they couldn't do that. It was every person for themselves. Yeah, it was, it was, it was. If you were not going in firm with an offer, you were not going to get the property that you wanted. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, and and last year, spring, if you had a house that had a lot of problems, yeah. guess what? And conditions were out the window, right? The, yeah. <laughs> last like, year would have been, oh, been yeah. the time to sell like, it. You, know, you get rid of your problems. crumbling. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's stories out there. The foundation is crumbling in one corner of the house. You got rats and mice and, you know, fleas and termites and, termites and, termites and like, bed bugs. There, there and was times people would walk in the front door and just be like, I want it. Wow. They, they wouldn't even look at the rest of the house. Oh, they would not you. even look at the I, rest of the house. I, I've seen people buy a house faster than they buy a car. Wow. I, see, cr- I see somebody buy a house faster than they buy a pair of jeans. That <laughs> is crazy. It was, it was, they look at the front. They walk in the front door, look around, and say, okay, I, I'm going to put on an offer. I'm, and I'm looking at these people. I'm like, you don't even so, know what the bedrooms look like. Wow. So we just had a situation <laughs> on, on, uh, on uh, Wellington Street. Um, an agent calls me up, and he was worried that the house was going to sell fast. And he says, I got an offer for you. And then I'm looking at the, the sheet that for the showings on this house. I go, I said to him, I go, yeah, you haven't even brought your clients throughout. And I, and, uh, and I go, I'm not going to, we're not going to look at this offer because I go, do you know this house has this, 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 and this? He goes, no. Well, I said to him, you get your client in there or find somebody that can get your client in there. Right. I go, we're not going to take an offer from you. You have a condition of inspection in there. And then you, you're going to tie us up for a week and then decide after whether you want it or not. Yeah, that's and unfair. So he was a little bit upset with me, but I'm looking after my best interest of my client. Mm-hmm. Now, other agents might have accepted an offer like that, but th- that's, again, the experience you know that we, we have that we want to make sure that our clients don't get messed over. Yeah. So anyway, he did go through the house, and he saw all the you know things that the house had, you know the, the good and the bad, and he did come back with an offer, mm. and we did put a deal together. Now... It could have gone the other way. Like if an agent accepted an offer, oh great, we got an offer. Let's jump on up right. and down, and uh, and all of a sudden he ties us up for two weeks, and then and he says, oh we don't want the house because it's got knob and tube wiring yeah, or whatever, yeah. and then uh, and then now we just killed two weeks of the best time for this house to be sold because mm-hmm. your first two to three weeks is 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 your best market right. when you put your house up on the market. So we declined his offer first. Said come back, get your clients in there, and then we and then we put a deal together after. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's a, is it a good thing that the market isn't as crazy as it was? Do you feel a lot less? It's, uh, I, don't know, I, I, I think pressure? I think the consensus around our team is the agents like it more. They right. like it more when it's balanced. Um, 
you have more time looking at houses. Mm-hmm. You have more time to make a decision. You have more time dealing with the sellers. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and before, you, and, before and, and, it was erratic. Um, yeah. Definitely a lot more room for error. When, you, when you're moving that fast, there's, you know what I mean? There's, there's, a, there's a lot of no room. time to think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. time. And you know what? A lot, and, and, and there's impulse. a sense of satisfaction too because the process. You know, you go through each step, and 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 you can walk it through with the uh, the buyer, especially a first time buyer. And, and 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 we're noticing more deficiencies in homes now than we did last year. Like, you know, we're walking through and say, Well, we didn't know, you know, this house had this. People were walking through a house once and out and putting an offer in and then when they moved in they go, Oh my god, I didn't know. What did we do? I didn't know this house didn't have baseboards behind the couches and chairs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't know this house didn't have uh, wall switches for lights in, right, in the bedroom. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's so many things that yeah. you miss. Uh, when you're walking through, like we mentioned, like the older homes downtown, uh, you know, the closet space is an issue. Sometimes mm-hmm, they don't mm-hmm. even have closets. People walk into a room and they look, oh, this is great. It looks like a bed. You see the <laughs> bed, the, the dresser, and everything else. And then all of a sudden they move in. Wait a minute, I didn't know there was no yeah. closets in this But back house. in the day, yeah. they had armoires, right? Well, they had armoirs, and people, <laughs> people back in the day, in the ni- early 1900s, when these houses were built, <laughs> they didn't have one dress, yeah, exactly. one dress, two, <laughs> no, sorry, one dress for good and one dress every day, and the men, one pair of pants for good and one suit, and that's it. Yeah, Like, yeah. that's all, like, they, it, you know, so you have to be very careful, everybody out there, now, you know, yeah. and... And same thing with even new houses that are built. Like, like walk-in closets are smaller, <laughs> smaller. You got a six thousand square foot home, and you got this small walk-in closet. Like, you know, people want these luxury homes, but yeah. the designer of the house didn't do a very yeah, good job very on, on uh, uh, proportioning the, uh, the the walk-in closet. I, I, I've seen some of those. You know, you watch HDTV and these home <laughs> reno shows, and like yeah. these massive master bedrooms, and the walk-in closet is like a regular closet. Oh, I you know. know. Or you yeah. see, or you, or you see a six thousand square foot house, and you know the kitchen's the size of yeah, you know, yeah, small it's like kitchen. A thumbnail, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh, I, there's so many. And, and, and the best excuse is, well, we don't cook at home. We eat out every day, <laughs> yeah, right? That's crazy. Oh, yeah. All right, still to come on the show, we'll talk about uh, understanding the risks before you co-sign for somebody, strategic moves for a quicker home sale, and McDonald's versus Tim's. Call the Golfie team today at 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin. In studio today with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. RobGolfie.com is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them at any time, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Check out the Rob Golfie Facebook page as well. If you have a question for the Golfie team, email question at robgolfie.com. That email address is questions at robgolfie.com. We will uh, talk about your question on a future program and get you the answer that you need. Don't forget, subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on iTunes and Google Play. You can also find past episodes on robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. Still to come on the show, understanding the risks before you co-sign for somebody, strategic moves for a quicker home sale, and McDonald's versus Tim's. Do you like roll up the rim or are you a $1 coffee cow? Kind of person, which uh, what Mickey D's has right now. I want to ask though, do you have the Christmas decorations 
down at the office. They're down. <laughs> I, they're, they are down. They are down. And uh, yeah, and I, the guys that did the, the decoration they were phenomenal. It, it was good. Phenomenal. Yeah, we were really happy. The neighborhood was happy. It was kind of like a little, you know, nice little uh, showpiece uh, when you enter yeah. into uh, Markland. Um, we got a lot of reaction, a lot of tweets well, I think and it Instagram was, messages. Yeah. Because it was like the most majestic, and, yeah. unbelievable, yeah. and tasteful. I mean, you didn't it go was done gaudy. Yeah. It was yeah. so funny. Every other, you know, a couple other, you know, once in a while you, you just look over and you see somebody taking a picture of the office. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Hey, what are these guys doing? <laughs> you know? Yeah, but, you it was, know, it was funny. It was awesome. Would have made for a great postcard, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, we, got, we got professional photographs done uh, of the house. So, yeah, we're it is. It's just we're really happy. We're really excited about it and – uh, yeah, we feel you know it, it's it, it, it's a good place. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody that uh, that works with us on the team there, they love you know coming into work there. Yeah, great location too. Oh, definitely. Downtown. Any plans to do any sort of Halloween type of uh, decorations? You know what? Up? That's kind. Of, that was a question mark because I I actually got a blow up cat that's like three <laughs> stories high. <laughs> oh, really? I, uh, you it's know, huge. It's this cat is so big. But, but so do you have this at your house right now? Uh, you know what? It, it's uh, yeah. Like I've had it up a few times. Wow. It's it's hilarious. It's, really? it's, it's like <laughs> people like people will come and take pictures of it. Like. Uh, and, and you should see the snowman I have. I have a snowman that's as long as a driveway. You like, know, like you know, like when like a, a car dealership's having like a big sale, they put like the big gorilla on yeah, the roof. I've got a cat that that's that big. But but you know what? Sometimes you know uh, you know, especially the times that we're in now, I'm, I'm afraid to put something for Halloween because people are like, well, you know, that's not politically correct right, and all this right. kind of stuff. You know. Meanwhile, everybody you know did Halloween back in the old days. And, yeah. But now it's just like you know, you do you do something, people. Comment. There's going to be reaction, positive yeah. or negative, with anything. There's it's always a negative. The fake outrage. It's yeah. the, it's yeah. the, it's the like, sensitivity of society. Today. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, it, it's hard. It's hard to please. Well, everybody. I'd love to see it. I'm trying so hard to make everybody happy, but it just ain't happening for yeah. me. Uh, okay, understanding the risks uh, before you co-sign for somebody. What should be we be aware of here? Oh. Co-signing. <laughs> so, so if you're co-signing for somebody, co-signing. okay, I'll give you a little piece of advice. Uh, Don't do it. <laughs> well, no, no, it, it's it, it could hurt your uh, ability Co- to buy. Yeah, it okay. could hurt your ability to buy another car because that goes against your. Um, I guess your um, when they uh, when your the credit banks, history. Well, your credit history, but also um, like they look at it, and say, "Well, listen, you have a you mortgage." Beca- yeah, you become you you become if you are a co-signer on a loan, whether it's a car loan. Mm-hmm. A, uh, uh, a mortgage, you are 100% responsible for that debt as much as the actual borrower, see, right? Okay. So you're, 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 they're verifying your income that you can afford to pay off that debt if the actual borrower cannot, right? right? So this comes up on your credit history. This comes up on your, on your total debt service ratio. This will impede your chances of borrowing. And that's what I say is, is, you know, a lot of people in, in parents helping their kids out with first-time buyers, I'll ask them, I go, do you guys plan on buying a cottage? Mm-hmm, you know, do you guys mm-hmm. plan on, on, it, it, on buying them. a car? Because if, if, you know, if they're going to help their kid buy a house and, and, and now they're looking for, you know, a retirement property or, or, or something like that, this will affect their chances to get right. that retirement property. Right, because if the original buyer, say it's the, the children, and, and they can't go through, they can't make any payments, now the bank's saying, all right, mom and dad, you're going to have to do exactly. That's right. And they exactly. have to be able to afford, say, well, listen, you have your mortgage on your house. Right. You're, you're, you co-signed a mortgage on your uh, your your son or daughter's house. Yeah. And, um, and if that son or daughter doesn't pay the mortgage, now you're paying a mortgage on your house and that house. Now, right. if you wanted to buy 
another property, they're going to say, well, you can't, you can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Or even a car, right? Or, yeah, I mean, anything. Absolutely anything. a car. And, and, and it's, it, I've heard so many cases where it's not even, you know, the parents doing it for the kids. It's it's friends doing it for friends oh, or, oh. or or you know, that, nephews and uncles. Or, that's a big no-no. Yeah, it's, if it's, you're it's, a friend and you're, I know you're good friends and everything, <laughs> believe me, <laughs> trust it, me. I would never do that. Do not co-sign. Just say, listen, I, 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 you're, you're my buddy. I know, I know, I know. But listen, you know, j- I, don't do it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, don't do it. Uh, it will hurt you. You will one day wake up and say, I need to buy a car, and you can't. Mm-hmm. And or buy a, and that want, can stay with you for a long time. It can right? because now you're locked. You're locked in. Yeah. It, and this guy could say, No, you're you're stuck. We're you're, you're co-signed, and yeah. I'm going to just keep renewing every year, and you cannot get out of it. No. It's like, wow. it's 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 yeah. So be careful. Think really long and hard before you co-sign for somebody. Yeah. So a cosigner can get out of a mortgage yeah, once, so, once it matures. Yeah. So we had the situation. I had the situation. Um, so a parent co-signed for his son who was a first-time buyer, mm-hmm. and I said, I said, you guys, I said, you can become off this more, get off this mortgage as soon as he's able to afford this house on his own, okay. right? Just because, um, given the current uh, lending rules and regu- regulations of the bank that he was at, he couldn't afford it on his own. Right. So she she recently came off the mortgage. Because he got reapproved by the bank, okay. His 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 mortgage was a lot smaller than what it was before, and she she's now off wow. the mortgage loan. So I said it, it's going to take you about one to two years to, to do this, and he's like, yeah, one hundred percent. I'll get her off as soon as I can do it on my own. Nice. Um, what actually happened is he had a he had a girlfriend that moved in with with him, who who they're sharing now the sharing. Yeah, exactly. Nice. They're sharing the place. The mom out. came off, and and now she's you know they're they're looking at buying a cottage. We got to run one more segment to come. We'll talk about McDonald's versus Tim's and strategic moves for a quicker home sale. Stay tuned. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Go around here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. RobGolfie.com is the website. Find them on Twitter and Instagram at Rob Golfie. Check out the Rob Golfie Facebook page and call them anytime at 905 575 7700. And if you have a question for the Golfie team, you can email questions at RobGolfie.com. Strategic moves for a quicker home sale. What's up? We'll go through this quickly. Okay. The number one is is, number one thing is hire an expert. That's a do not, yeah, do not, hire the golf do not, team. Yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. 905-575-7700. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, hire an expert. Yes. Um, like, you know, need I say more? Like we've, we've been through, you know, we've yeah, been in the same the, the second thing is, you know, cast a wide net, you know, reach your sphere of influence. Let everybody know you're selling, hmm. right? Go to your friends, family, neighbors, let everybody know you're selling. Um, social media is a big thing where people look online. Yep. Get people to share your your listing online. You know, the more people that it, it, it you know, the more people that see it, you know, the better chance you have mm-hmm. at, at getting an offer or, or, or multiple it, offers. It's the new word of mouth. Yeah, really. exactly, is, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, so sharing on social media is important. Um, more often than not, we, we like to put all our listings up on our Facebook page. Um, a lot of people share them from there and and, and and so forth. Makes sense. The next thing is, have your house available for showings. Be the most available you can when it comes to showings. I know it's hard if you have young kids or 
um, you know, if it's evenings and, and, and weekends, it's, it's you know, showing a house and, and selling your house is, is demanding. Like you're constantly in and out. Sure. Um, and especially when people, you know, they'll they'll book a showing and they're, you know, 15, 20 minutes late. Um, it's hard. It's it's really hard. It's it's frustrating for definitely for the homeowner. And they leave the lights on. Yeah. Sometimes they leave the door. Like it, it, it's it's agent, hard. Yeah, and, that, and, that, and there's another reason. Because of we, there's so many agents that don't do that many, they seem to forget mm-hmm. we got to shut the lights right. and all that. And so so uh, clients do get frustrated because yeah. of that. Yeah. Be so, but but yeah, just just try and try and keep you know your options available and, and make sure that the house is always is always ready to show. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing is price it right the first time around. We I think we were talking about this on the show a couple yes. of weeks ago. Yeah. Pricing, you know, that's probably you know other than hiring an expert, hire that expert to price your house right. Mm-hmm. Um, because pricing pricing so important. If you're you want to be you want to be at the market or just below the market. Um, just so that that you know you have that potential to to get do multiple well. offers yeah. even yeah yeah, yeah. and and uh, uh, keep an even keel I guess get don't get too high with the highs and too low with the lows yeah, yeah. like like for instance um, people don't understand what goes into pricing a home though people think mm-hmm. it's just oh yeah you know the one across the street sold for four fifty and my house has a uh, finished basement so I'm gonna go up at four sixty it's, right. it's it's there's a lot more that goes into it yeah. um, there's a lot more variables involved in the equation that that represent and pricing your house and mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of information that we have access to including you know data sets and, and neighborhood trends and, and and knowing what buyers that we have right now that go into pricing a home so. I, had, I had a guy uh i went there and the house is worth probably uh between 900 to a million i'd say probably very good at nine and i brought comparables and everything and then he had his comparables this mm-hmm. guy did his research but he, his comparables were like newer homes, uh, like on the lake. Right. Uh, uh, it just so a little skewed. It, it is, and he's trying to sell me, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm, I go, let me let me look at and do more research. Right. Now, the house is so he wants uh, 1.25 million. It, it, it's not going to happen. He's had his house for sale in the past ten years, two other times, never sold it. So mm-hmm. he's always been above the market. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna tell him. I'm gonna say to him, you know, uh, that you know, it's, it's. If I take this, I'm giving you hope that you're gonna get it. Um, and I, I think I'm, 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 it's not the right thing for me right. to do. And you, you want to be more realistic. I want to be more realistic. I don't want to be that other guy that, uh, that they, the other two guys that they had that didn't sell. Yeah. Um, we're, we're, you know, we want to sell your house. I mean, we want to get you the most amount of money. But if you're over two hundred thousand. Off the mark. That's a big gap. It, it is, yeah. and and I'm going to spend a lot of money to 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 market this house, and but um, so I'll have that conversation mm-hmm. uh, with this guy. We have uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have two minutes uh, to go here on the show. Uh, the annual uh, battle royale uh, between McDonald's and Tim Hortons, two iconic brands, uh, not only in this country but around the world now. Um, Tim's has roll up the rim. Yeah. McDonald's has their one dollar coffee for any size, and everybody who has a brain is going to get the extra large mm-hmm. uh, because why would you get a small? Uh, they're both a dollar. Um, so I mean, we had this discussion and debate in the newsroom earlier this week. Do you go for roll up? the rim because there's a possible prize or do you go with mcdonald's because it's only a dollar I, I, the only people that i heard that win on roll up the rim is anybody that's bought medium or large i've always i always buy small <laughs> see i'm a small guy and i've i've bought uh, i've won a couple I've of donuts four mediums and i'm over for four this year i i have i've i haven't won once i yeah. probably 
eight coffees, not once. Wow. I'm a medium I guy. I didn't even not know. I, I didn't even know it was what rolled up the rim till yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! I just threw a coffee cup this morning out. Oh no! Oh, Could have been back a winner. In that garbage at Tim Hortons. <laughs> Can you imagine? But, uh, What's Rob Golfie doing? But, <laughs> <the> garbage. <laughs> coffee cups. Oh, it's so. really rough times in the room. <laughs> yeah. So, but but it, at McDonald's you get the little sticker. You get the right? little sticker. So you can you get you get a coffee card. So for every what sixth or seventh coffee you drink, you get one free. You get one free. McDonald's yeah. can McDonald's could really hurt uh, Tim Hortons if they put like little kiosks, like little drive-through kiosks throughout uh, oh, the area. I'm sure it's because coming. their coffee, their coffee is good. Yeah, their McDonald's coffee is good. The only reason I go to uh, Tim Hortons, there's more Tim Hortons around. You drive yeah. by, no matter where you are, there's Tim Hortons. But if you had little kiosks, for but the thing about McDonald's, McDonald's is sometimes you get caught waiting. Because you get the guy in front of you that orders the McChicken right, or the 20 chicken nuggets, and then you're, you know, next thing you know, you're in a yeah. drive through for 15 minutes for a, for yeah. a medium cup yeah. of coffee. Yeah. And I, and I only like, I can't stand going through the drive through on weekends because it's not the oh, regular. It's you know what? It's slower. The, it's best, slower. the best one is the, uh, the A&W. Really? Coffee? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's really good. Oh, that's an eye I got to try that out. Guys, thanks for coming in. Great, Great show. show. Catch up with you All next right. Saturday at 9 right here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHM.